Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Let's get moving with Maria. Inspiration to spend a few minutes each day to get moving on the small things that can make a big difference in your life. Thank you for joining us today for Let's Get Moving. Today we're going to talk about mindfulness. And I have with me Nelson Lee, who's a mental health coach. And Nelson, first of all, I want you just to talk about your story and how you got into being a mental health coach. Uh, Why are you so passionate about this? Absolutely, yeah. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. So So glad glad to be be here. here. Yeah. Um, but really what got me into it was uh, the experience I had dealing with anxiety and depression after I uh, turned 19. Basically, I just had kind of this swarm of, of emotions that I didn't know how to deal with. Um, I experienced a little bit of OCD as well. And I just remember not knowing where to go for help. I remember seeing therapists and having some of them be helpful. Some of them weren't as helpful as I would have liked. But I felt like what was really lacking in my journey were adequate tools to use and things that I could really implement in my daily life. I felt like a lot of the therapy I received was about talking through things, which was helpful from one degree to another. But it wasn't giving me something that I could really use to overcome the different things that I was experiencing. And so... That's really what led me into this role was my experience discovering those tools. Mm -hmm. And a huge piece of that was mindfulness and meditation and really finding ways to work that into my daily life and seeing the results that came from that. So tell me how you do that. Tell me how you use mindfulness to really improve your life and how others can do so as well. Yeah, absolutely. So really what it comes down to is is just starting small and what mindfulness is all about is living in the present moment so whatever you're doing you want to be doing that so if i'm cooking i'm cooking that's where my attention is if i'm driving i'm driving and i'm paying attention to what's going on there and so uh almost a better way to think about it is it's the opposite of mindlessness when we're mindless our mind is worrying about the past the future it's it's planning ahead and probably at, at times when we don't need to be planning. It's like when you're laying in bed and you're just thinking about, oh, I have to do this tomorrow, this tomorrow, this tomorrow. This is going on next week. And you're just in this planning mode. You're not living in that moment. And you're probably talking about 80% of the people, you know. Mm-hmm. We're constantly yeah. in what do I need to get done next. Exactly. Like our list. Mm-hmm. It, it becomes the default mode for so many of us. And that's something that I continually find myself even wanting to be pulled back into. And so that's the thing about mindfulness is it definitely is a consistent practice. It's something you want to be continuing to work on and just incorporate it into your life as you move forward. How has mindfulness changed your life? I would say it's done a lot of different things. Uh, The most powerful thing is it's given me the ability to make a choice in any given moment. So if For example, I'm experiencing feelings of anxiety or depression or whatever it is. The initial reaction there is to respond to that and say, I need to get rid of this, right? I need to find a way to feel better. And what mindfulness does is it gives you the awareness to recognize that, you know what, like I'm experiencing this feeling and I can sit with it. I can be with this feeling while I make a choice towards the things that I actually value in life. 
And that's what really makes the difference is being able to sit with it, not fight it, and put your energy into what you actually care about. Because that's what your life is about anyway. You want to be doing things that matter to you. And when you're off trying to solve anxiety or whatever it is that's bothering you, you're not in that moment. You're not being proactive about living your own life. So everyone wants to do this. Everyone wants to live in the moment. But it's not as easy as it sounds, is it? it, It's much easier said than done. Right. Definitely. So, and it takes practice. Like anything, if you're going to be good at it, you have to practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think that's one thing that uh, kind of gets misconstrued about it is some people think, oh, I just don't have that type of mind. That's not who I am. It's almost like a personality trait, but it totally is a skill that you can develop. You can work on it. And it, it's something that will take a long time to get under your belt. But once you do and you consistently make it a part of your day and you're able to keep working on it, the benefits are huge. Can you give us a few simple steps to start on that road? Yeah. What do you tell people that you coach? So essentially where I start is, all right, let's 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 break down what you do during the day. Like, like I mentioned before, so if you're cooking, you want to be cooking, right? Um, so let's pick just a few different activities. And I would say things like that as well as conversations. Conversations are a great way to practice mindfulness because when we're in conversations, it gets really easy to start getting introspective and thinking, what am I going to say next? What do I want to really like give into this conversation? And what can be really beneficial is to take a step back and approach that conversation completely from a mindful state where you are just seeking understanding and you are giving your understanding to the other person and you're fully engaging in that way instead of letting your mind run off into, you know, what do you want to say next? What are the feelings that you want to get out? And it's like, just be almost like an observer of that conversation and really seek to give your understanding to the other person and be 100% engaged with what they're saying. How, how much does breathing play a part in mindfulness? So breathing is an awesome thing. It's really where a lot of it started for me. And it's, it's something that is always there and it's something you can always turn to, to practice, right? So I would say that um, generally being mindfulness, like I said, is being involved in whatever it is that you're doing during the day. But breathing is something you can always come back to. And whenever you engage in meditation, which I would say is, is almost like speed drills for, for mindfulness. It's, it's something that you're actually taking time out of each day and you're doing that to work on this mindfulness skill. And for me, when I meditate, that's all it is. is I, I'm just focused on my breathing, focused on what my body's experiencing, and I am completely in that moment. Right. I think some people think of meditation as something that's almost like a religious thing. Mm-hmm. What do you tell people about yeah. meditation? I think it can be religious if you want to make it religious, but for me, it is purely skill-based, and it's 100% about building that skill that's going to help me improve my life moving forward, and it really is solely about being in the now, and it's taking time to practice that. So I'll take 10, 15, sometimes 20 minutes a day, and I'm just getting in tune with my breathing, getting in tune with what's happening currently, and just observing all the things that my body's experiencing. And I think it's important to recognize that you can do that with your thoughts and your emotions as well. You can watch them come and go, and you can see how that feels when they come in. You can actually feel yourself experiencing a thought, seeing how you're judging it, and actually experiencing the the feeling that comes as a result. And mindfulness is all about just observing that, being there for it, and, and being there with it as that happens and watching it come and go. 
It seems so interesting what you're saying. Um, most of us think, hey, I'm depressed. I just want to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. I, want, I don't want to live in it, right? Yeah. But and you're telling us to do the opposite. You're exactly. telling us to, to live in it and feel it and understand it. Absolutely. And, and that's really the hardest part because they're not comfortable feelings. Whenever you're feeling depressed, whenever you're feeling anxious, that is not a comfortable state to be in. And the natural reaction is to push it away or to get rid of it or sometimes it can go the other way and it's like, oh, I want to chase this feeling and and figure out every little detail about it. But what's been so beneficial for me is just the ability to hang out with it, just to let it be there and recognize that you can actually explore that feeling. You can be curious about it and see how it's interacting with your thoughts, with your body. And and there are a lot of different things that I never realized were going on um, before I started getting this awareness that can, that comes with mindfulness. Now, can you give us an example? Yeah. So, I mean, a prime example is a lot of people get hung up on thoughts, uncomfortable thoughts that just pop into your head. And first, I would say that, um, in my opinion, we can't always control the things that just pop into our heads, right? But we have the ability to control where our focus goes after. And so let's say we get an uncomfortable thought, it triggers some anxiety. Initially, our reaction might be, I need to get rid of this thought. I'm going to thought stop. I'm basically just going to like put up a wall in my head and be like, I can't think this anymore. And that creates a lot of tension. And that actually exacerbates your anxiety over time. And I found that a better approach is to let that thought be there. You can give that thought some space to be there while you choose what you're going to do next. And you don't have to necessarily dive into it. You don't have to put your focus all the way on it, but you can let it be there and not resist it while you make that choice. Anything else that you would like to add that would be helpful to folks? Yeah. Um, I, I think just applying the same thing to all different facets of life is really, really beneficial. So, I mean, you can apply it to thoughts. You can apply it to feelings. So if you are feeling just a random feeling of anxiety, instead of trying to push it away and I don't know, doing something like taking a warm bath or or anything else that maybe like helps self-soothe you or something like that, maybe take a different approach next time. Try to just sit with it. See what it really feels like. See what the physical sensations are with it. And I think exploring it and recognizing, first of all, that you can still live a good life with feelings like that, that's a really powerful thing. And so just practice being in it. Practice fully letting it be there while you pursue the things that you value. How can people find out more about you? So I would say that the the primary area that I focus on is Instagram and then um, YouTube as well. Mm-hmm. And so if you look up Building Brainwaves as just one word on Instagram, you'll find me there. And then if you search for Building Brainwaves on YouTube, I'm also there as well. And I create videos and I try to post five times a week on Instagram just little tips and things that I've learned and really engage in the community there. I really like it because it's it's really comment rich. And so I can go into some of the different things that people ask me and I try to make it just like a live feed there where people can ask oh, questions great. and I can answer it and just an open community where we can talk about all these things. Nelson, thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely.